This is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope you all are having a lovely week or Wednesday, because I'm going to put this out on Wednesday, but in the event that you don't watch this on Wednesday, I hope you all are having a lovely week. As you can see, I'm not alone. And then when you hear it, I'm not alone, y'all. I got my first guest ever. Oh my God, that's crazy. But yes, so I have a guest as you can see. Um, This is my friend. If you want to introduce yourself, go ahead. What's going on, y'all? My name's Saitlin Avery and I'm here to talk my shit. All right. <laughs> the first shit talker on the show. <laughs> I'm so excited. So like I mentioned at the end of last week, if you got to the end of last week in the event that you did not, of course, I'm going to remind y'all because that's what I do. This week, we're going to be talking about soulmates. Yes, soulmates. That strong word that it's, what is it? Oh, is it possible? Is it real? Do we have multiple? Do we just have one? Are we ever going to find that person or those people in this big world of 8 billion people, especially when we're confined to one area? Who knows? But you know what I did find? Y'all know what I found. A website. Because I always find a website. So I came across a website and they have like 12 different variations of a soulmate. Who knew? I didn't. So we're kind of going to go through it and we're going to kind of turn this into a mukbang. So hopefully on the podcast, it doesn't sound terrible because we're eating. Um, But yeah, we're going to kind of turn this into a mukbang podcast situation because I just cooked. So we're going to eat the food, talk about soulmates. And kind of just converse and see, you know, if it's real, if it's not, or whatever the case may be. So let's kind of get started. So I'm going to pull up the website and I'm just going to be reading through the website and everything. And we're just going to be, you know, giving our feedback, talking our shit. So we can encourage y'all to talk y'all shit too. So um, I guess we can start with the, do they have the definition? Y'all know me. I love a good definition. Do they have the definition on here? Okay, so it says, what is a soulmate? And then it says a soulmate is two people who are soulmates feel that they are linked on a soul level in a significant or extraordinary way. It also says it's the sense that your link transcends the earth plane, transcending the practical details of your relationship, like being coworkers or lovers, and that something much more brought you together is at play. You might feel you have known each other in the past life, or that your souls agreed before they this life to meet up. Do you kind of agree with that? Or like, what do you think of what I just said? Like, do you think that us as soulmates, or if we find our soulmates, like they met up in a past life, they got together, and they was just like, you know what? When we out of this thing, we meet up again. Like, or, like, how do you think soulmates work, so to speak? Or do you believe in it or anything like that? Uh, for me, well, I definitely, I say I definitely believe in the soulmate aspect. I believe that you can have multiple soulmates. Now, the whole we met up in a past life before, that's something that I got to look a little bit more into because it sounds interesting. Sounds very interesting. Like we dapped up before and said, this is cool. We're going to keep doing this thing from here on out till death do us part soul wise and whatnot. It, sound, it sounds good and sounds nice. But yeah, no, nah, definitely. I think that there are definitely some um, 
soulmate aspects to it. I feel like you can definitely have multiple. It doesn't have to be any type of relationship up to it exactly, I guess. I guess it can be just friendship. It could be could be a lover. It could be a few different things. So do you think that, like, how they explained it with soulmates, do you think that it's like that deep connection when you meet this person? Like, y'all really kind of know each other's soul type of thing? Like, everything aligns. Even if y'all may have disagreements or stuff, it's like, for the most part, everything aligns. Like, this person just feels like they're right? Or do you think, like, that's not possible for you to feel like this is so the person that your soul was attracting the whole time. No, I say it definitely because there's certain people that you just click with. Like you meet certain people along the line that whether it's like a business relationship or you just met at work or it's just somebody you meet in out in the gas station or supermarket. Like there are people that you just automatically just click with and just it just it just happens just that easy. And sometimes it's it doesn't happen like that with everybody. Not everybody just clicks on that way. Sometimes it takes a little bit more. Some people you never just it just does not ever click. But sometimes you meet those people that it just it just works with. So whatever reason you can't take you can't put your finger on it, but for whatever reason everything just goes smoothly. Oh and it's funny that you talk about business partners. Or whatever, because that's actually kind of the first one. Because there's 12 different types, y'all, on this website of, like, soulmates. Which I honestly thought it was one. <laughs> but, you know, people just be doing research and stuff. So they just be coming up with stuff. But like I've been telling y'all, I like putting a name to different types of things you come across. Because being able to identify it helps you to be able to explain to other people. Sometimes it's hard because not everybody gets the information that you have. So though you may be able to put like a name or an explanation to it, for some people, they can't because they don't know what you're talking about. But for me, I like websites like this where, you know, I can pinpoint different things to like different names. So being able to say, oh, we're soul partners instead of soul mates type of thing. It helps you to identify what this really is or what this could be or be more distinct in what you're finding versus just being like, oh, I'm in love with this person. But no, it may be like you could be in love with this person, but this couldn't necessarily be just be because like a soulmate. It could be because of maybe like a twin flame or something like that. So we're going to go through those different steps, uh, not the different steps, the different types. But the first one was business, which is why I was like, you know, cool, you said business, because the first one is your soul partners. So it says like um, your soul partner could be with someone you know intimately for your whole life, like a beloved sibling, or it can be someone you barely know for a short time, like an influential person in your industry or offers you a big break in your career. Soul partners are specifically designed to help support you in this life emotionally, personally, or in any other way you require to accomplish and experience what your soul plans to do here on earth. None of us can do this life alone. And soul partnerships remind us how beautifully, masterfully, and intricately our lives are woven together. Meaning, basically, they're the people that was put on this earth to help you fulfill your purpose, so to speak. So your soul partners, whether it be family or new people or lifelong friends, there's somebody that's going to help you to do life with with whatever you were called to do on this life. So for me, 
I do this podcast or I do the mental health thing. So I feel like my soul partners are going <coughs> to, excuse me, I almost died. <coughs> almost died. <coughs> I'm still dying. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, but basically, anybody that will come on this podcast like you or anybody else, I wouldn't necessarily say they're soul partners, but you played a part in helping my purpose to become a reality. Like anybody that comes apart, like comes into your life and be- become a part of your purpose, I feel is a soul partner. Like, do you think that that's a thing? Like there's specifically people put on this earth to help you get to where you want to get to purpose wise. Oh yeah. I definitely believe that. I believe that. There are certain people that, and they may not, like like you said, they're not all, some people come in for a short amount of time just to help you get to the next stage. Something that they may help you get to the next stage and may help you learn a little bit of something, like learn a little bit about yourself. There are certain people that put in place in certain places in your life to kind of teach you, like, if not how to get over something, how to not do it the way that person did, whether they were good, bad, but... I believe that definitely they can help you get to make that transition. However you see fit, however you see the way that you need to get there in any type of way, those people are influential, good or bad, very much good or bad. Yeah, I agree. Especially because as like as we learn more, go through life, you start to realize there's people here for seasons. And they can be long seasons or they could literally just be spring. And sometimes being okay knowing that some people might just be here for spring or summer, but not for winter and fall. Like, I feel like that's kind of what the soulmates or like this is kind of saying, like somebody may come in just to be able to help you get to maybe podcasting. But then when you actually start, they're not the best to keep doing this journey with. Or somebody can help you to start a business. But when you start, maybe after a few years, it weighs so much on them that they can't do it anymore. So now they have to leave out. So you have to do something different, whether that's getting somebody else to help you or, you know, just doing it by yourself. But they were able to help you at least get started. I feel like being able to have those support people, kind of your accountability buddies a little bit for a short period of time so that you can get to those goals. I I think that that's kind of what that soul partnership would be alluding to is, you know, somebody coming into your life, providing you with a time period or time frame to help you get to the next level. And then y'all kind of operate off of that now it could be a lifelong partner like i do think like your romantic relationship like the partner you choose if you choose the right partner which what is right and wrong but they could possibly be your soul partner for life because they could literally be the the person that helps you get from point a to point b throughout your whole career journey or purpose journey so I think it definitely can be like friends, family, but I also think it could be a lifelong partner as well. So, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. There are certain people in my life that I've come across that have made that impression and just seems like they're not going anywhere. They are always going to be here. Some people in my life that I can never outgrow, I guess, in words that can always be hurled value towards me. And those are people that I just clicked with and just 
on that scale and just end up becoming partners, whether that is whether they're meant to be here for the rest of my life or not. Only time will tell. But those people are definitely have been influential. And I see them as soul partners because whether it because it can always be it can be short, it can be long, it could be forever until death do us part. It can be it's more than just in different ways. It's very different ways. Yeah. So that's going to be soul partners, y'all. Next is soul ties, which is actually weird because I read through this before I started recording and everything. And when I read through it, it didn't come to me how I was necessarily taught soul ties were. So if you heard a soul tie before, you've been told that it's usually something that happens when you're sexual with somebody. It's something that forms when you build that basically build that covenant with somebody and now you're so tied to them. They didn't explain it that way. So it's going to be like a little bit of a different definition, but we can kind of still go through it and see if we believe in that. Um, so yeah, so the next one is soul ties. And it says, when you feel a soul tie, it's simply the sense that another soul is in your life for a reason. For example, if your life is very busy, yeah, you meet a new potential friend or a potential business partner. The sense that you have a soul tie to this person could inspire to, inspire you to make room in your life for the relationship. Perhaps you're not in the market for a pet, but kind of along the lines of you're not in the market for a pet, but a friend happens to move away and they need you to get their pet. So you basically got the pet. So they kind of played into it. But it kind of loses me because, again, like I've been told that soul ties is something I form when you have sex. So when it just being off of just a purpose, like you have to figure out if they're in your life for a purpose. It doesn't align with me because like that's not what I learned. Like, what about you? Like, do you agree with that or? I've definitely said, yeah, along the same lines as you. I haven't necessarily learned that soul ties were how that was explained. More so people that you, you know, you tied the knot with once or a couple of different times and you end up getting attached. So that's definitely a new information for me as well. Mm hmm. Like, I genuinely do think it's people that come into your life for a reason. Honestly, I try to give a reason to everybody. And sometimes finding a reason is the hardest shit ever. But I try to give a reason to everybody coming into my life because I think it's a coping. Like, I feel like, you know, in the coping mechanism episode, and if you haven't watched that episode or tuned into that episode, go check it out. Plug. But in the episode, I feel like, we talked about something along the lines of giving something purpose or giving something meaning is a way of coping. So I feel like for that soul tie definition, it's like you're trying to give the per like the person coming into your life like a reason for being there in a sense of coping, so to speak. So because personally, in my opinion, out of eight billion people in this world, anybody you come across is for a reason. Or it has to be because you don't come in, into contact with everybody. Like even I'm in Tampa, right? So even being here, we don't come across everybody in the city. So the people that we do happen to come across, it got to be for a reason. Mm -hmm. Especially if we allow them to stay within our space. It has to be for a reason other than just coincidence. But soul tie, again, I can't go off of the soul tie name for it just because of the definition that I was pre-instilled. Mm -hmm. 
being that it has to be connected to sex. And even for me with soul ties being connected to sex, I still don't think that it's something that happens with everybody that you have sex with. I feel like it's only something that happens with certain people you have sex with. So, yeah. Any more to add to that one? Oh, no. I think you kind of hit it on the mark. It doesn't... Yeah, because I don't think it does definitely... I don't think it doesn't attach to sex. I think it, I think it definitely does. I'm not going to say that... Um, it's not everybody that you come across, but yeah, like you said, there's certain people that they're come they're gonna come into your life for a reason. And then there's certain also there's also certain people that we allow in our life as well. Mm-hmm. On top of that. So and there's reasons for that as well, too. It's like there's so many different things about why we're letting certain people in life, good or bad. Mm-hmm. And they can be there to teach us a quick lesson, or we just are not in the season to take anybody else in our life right now. That's what we allow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I genuinely think that people have their place, but, you know, who knows? Like, it all could be a coping thing that we give them a definition of why they're here. They really could just be, like, here, but, again, I don't align with the soul tie name because I correlate it to something different, but we're going to move on. So, Number three is your past life soulmates. So it says that many Middle Eastern, no, many Eastern religions and philosophers discuss the concept of past lives. I It says, I can always tell when a client, okay, actually don't want to read that. That's like their experiences. What's a good part to read in here? What people are built up? Okay, so I'll start here, y'all. That first part, it lost me a little bit. <laughs> um, so it's like what people are feeling is the built up energy over other lifetimes together and a soul recognition. Although you can have a soul recognition with any type of soulmate, the past life ones, whether you were at odds or best friends in a past life, are extremely powerful. And then it says past life regression expert, two souls could agree to reincarnate and navigate towards each other um, after spending a thousand earth years apart which is quite romantic that that doesn't sound like cool so like y'all um and then it says yeah just because you had a significant past life with someone and are feeling all the feelings it doesn't necessarily mean you are supposed to partner romantically or otherwise in this lifetime judge the relationship by who you both are today and how you treat each other now if you suspect a past life connection with the current lover, try to bring more healing to the situation. Even if you break up, this might look like releasing them with love, wishing them well, yet out of your life. Often when souls come back together in this lifetime, they are looking to heal something or do better this time around. Do you think that you've come across somebody that could be like your past life? Like it just seemed right. And hold on, let me see. Because I feel like there was a little bit more. Okay, it says, when two souls have shared a significant past life together, or perhaps several, if they meet again in this life, they may be explicably drawn to each other, and the sexual chemistry can be off the chart. Like, do you feel there's anybody that has come into your life where they were drawn to you, you were drawn to them, like the connection was undeniable, like it just felt like y'all knew each other, or like, Y'all could have met before type of thing, like a deja vu type of thing. Huh. I'm, 
Yeah, I'd say I'd say so. Definitely, I've met people that felt like there was some type of magnetic pull towards, uh-huh. and um, it's it's been yeah. Because I, I will definitely agree with that. It's there are definitely people that's like I'm not sure what exactly it is, but for some reason that seems like it's getting can't seem to escape this person. It's just always something pulling towards in that direction. I've definitely come across that a few times. How about yourself? Um, personally, I haven't come across anybody I felt like I knew before. Like, I like the way that I am is like, because I'm always like intrigued to get to know people. I don't think I've ever paid attention to like, oh my God, I feel like I've talked to you before. Oh my God, I feel like I know you before. Like, I personally don't think I've had the past life soul tie. Um, or what, what was it called? Yeah. Past life soulmate. I don't think I've had that yet. And then I would, well, I would wonder, like, what the, what is that feeling, or what is that? When you really feel like you know the person, like I do, I have I come across somebody that I was drawn to them. I don't know if they were drawn to me, but I was drawn to them, and it felt like a amazing chemistry when we came together. Maybe, but as if I knew them before. No, I guess I will say like I felt no, because I feel like for me too, because of all the anxiousness that has been instilled with us, like I just don't feel completely comfortable around a lot of people unless I spend time around them. So it's just like I can't even say I've ever come across somebody that instantly made me feel comfortable either. Because I feel like, okay, your past, your past life soulmate would just make you feel comfortable. Do you think that that's a thing or do you think they would still cause you to be anxious just because maybe y'all haven't came across each other in thousands of years? So you're like kind of got these butterflies all over again. Or do you think because y'all met in the past life, when y'all do come together, it just feels calm and at ease? I think it's definitely possible because, like I said, I I have experienced it before where I think everything is just all, all, all cylinders are firing. Everything's going Seems to be going good. It's easy, smooth, no real issues. It's every anything that does come up is minor and easily and easily solved. It's there are people that I've come across definitely where it just feels like things are just flowing, like just like a river and a stream. There's nothing really stopping. It's just it's going, it's going, and so everything seems fine. It seems like I've come across this person before, and they. Uh, they just seem extremely familiar. And I've heard that from other people as well. And it's just seemed made comfortable. But that is the thing that it is interesting because it can it be one sided? I certainly believe so. It can. I think it can be one sided. Now, I can't speak on what exactly that means when it comes to soul ties and whatnot. But I do definitely think that it can. There are some times where it can feel very one sided. So then is that your past life soulmate? If it's one-sided, do you think it's... And then, okay, I'll ask that first. Like, do you think it's a past life soulmate if it's one-sided? Possibly not. Possibly not, then. And then then it probably wouldn't be a past life soulmate if it is one-sided. Then I... Yeah, because yeah, I don't think it could be nothing like we we definitely didn't. I didn't meet you a thousand years ago. I can't I can't speak on that. I can't speak on that at all. But I guess, you know, I can't call it then on on that if it is just one side of it. 
Okay. And then the second question that I was going to ask is, do you do with those people you come across, do they tend to be more men or do they tend to be more women? Because I feel like this is something that can be for both. Like if I did come across somebody um, that I probably met in the past life, which I personally don't think there's anybody that I was just like, you know what? I met you before. I had to have met you before. There's nobody like that. But I mean, since you said you think you've had that, do you tend to find that within women or within men? I say I definitely had that with uh, some uh, male male friends of mine. I've definitely have come across where it just seems like we just we just buddy buddy off a rip. Like everything's just cool. We into the same stuff and whatnot, and it's just we become best friends. Seems like we just essentially just become best friends, just like that. So like y'all was y'all was like dapping it up and stuff back in the eighteen BC, eighteen hundred BC. Is that pretty much? But yeah, it's it. And those, and those situations are definitely weird because walking away from those things is like, huh, that just everything just seemed like it went pretty cool there. And it's like, seemed like, yeah, I've, I've known this person like for a long time or my whole life. And it just seems like everything's just great. And I've also had the experience with certain ladies as well. And it's, it seemed like everything's going swell and everything's running smooth. So. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I, I say I definitely believe in the past soul ties and we done made a pact or something like, hey, we're going to get together this time and this place a thousand years from now and we're going to kick it back up again. So I definitely, I'd be Because Loki, I would think that that would be a thing, Loki. I ain't going to hold you because like, if you think about it again, 8 billion people and the person you are. So you got to think, too, I, not even just people, I don't, the millions of sperm cells that was in your mom's vagina, <laughs> you were the one to make it to the egg. And then they were the one to make it to the egg. And then when y'all get out on this earth, y'all come together. Like, low-key, I do kind of think that maybe I have come across, but in my mind, I don't ever think, like, you know what, like, we met up before. Mm-hmm. But I do think that out of 8 billion people, out of millions of testicle cells or whatever, spermocytes or whatever they're called, you were the one to get to the egg. And then they were the one to get to the egg. And then y'all met up. Like, that, that that's mind-blowing. And then it's like, then when you do hang out with them, it's just good times. And it's just like, cool. Like, I feel like that's cool, like, low-key. I ain't gonna hold you. That is a crazy thing to think about, because, yeah, it's not like it's it's the odds of it, I guess. The odds are definitely, like, against, against fact, you. Like, that, that just happens like that. It's, you can't tell me that is some stuff ain't just meant to happen. I'm trying to tell you. When people just be like, oh, it's just a coincidence. Is it, though? I don't believe in coincidence. Is it? Because I wouldn't have met you if it was a coincidence. Like, obviously, we were meant to come across paths. Now, again, why? Who knows? But was it because we made a pact years ago that, you know what? In 2023, meet, meet up with me at this place. And your brain subconsciously, subconsciously takes you to that spot. Their brain subconsciously takes them to that spot. And now y'all meet up. Makes sense to me. Like, it's crazy. Like, when you think about it, 
like literally all the people that you keep in your life or whatever that are that comes into your life you literally could have met years ago and was like you know what when this when this year comes up we're gonna come back together that is crazy because it's like out of all the people you could have met even how we kind of came across each other dating app you guys that's something for you children or whatever um but yeah like us coming across each other on a dating app like so many people on a dating app but we came across each other and then not even just matching or whatever you actually having to come meet me and then us maintaining and our past selves could have been like you know what and 20 what when that would have been 2015 they gonna create dating apps. You know what? We gonna meet up, and we gonna be cool all over again. Like who? Like who knows? Like the possibilities are endless. Like I just think that would be really fire. Now, granted, they probably didn't know it was gonna be dating apps. Like who knows? Like they wouldn't have known this stuff. But timing, and they, if they would have been like, okay, in this amount of years. Our souls are going to come back together. And then like anybody else you came across, they like y'all would have met back then too. They were just different people. That is crazy. Like To think about, you know? That is crazy. Like I thought you was that cool enough. It's like, okay, I'd meet you again. I'd meet you again. That's crazy. And if you think about it, it could be why you have a hard time letting that person go. Y'all have been away from each other for years, maybe even centuries. And then when you come back together, it's just like, oh my gosh, I miss this. So you don't want to let it go. Mine, boom. Oh my gosh. But that's the plus. Life soulmates. We're going to move on. So the next one is your karmic soulmate. And then it says your karmic soulmates are sometimes called wrecking ball soulmates. But instead of thinking karma as good or bad or a system of punishment and reward, think of it as merely a neutral energy of cause and effect, meaning that whatever you put out, you get back. So if you put out high vibration energy, you get that back. If you put out low vibration energy, you get that back. And then it says... The earth plane is very much a dimensional, no, a dimension of cause and effect. We create karma with other people all the time through small and significant interactions. Every interaction with another person creates energy that can turn into karma. This isn't anything to fear, but something to be mindful of. Karmic relationships may come into our lives as change agents or um, who facilitate through positive, negative, or neutral interactions. Opportunities are invitations to improve our karma, how we operate in our lives in the world, so we can grow and evolve. Keep in mind that the soul craves new experiences, growth, and evolution. So I necessarily don't know what that one's trying to say. It says wrecking ball soulmate, but... I don't know what that was trying to say. Like, did you get what they were trying to say? Well, it's a new one to me, to be honest. I've never heard of a karmic soulmate. To me, it sounds like, you know, like you said, what you put out into the universe, you may get back. Maybe, I don't know, you get somebody that's on. But then again, they said, don't think about it in a 
good or bad sense. So it's like, I'm not sure exactly sure. When I think of a wrecking ball, like, I mean, do they, are they referring to like a pendulum swinging? Like you can go in either direction. Mm. That is interesting. That is the first time I've ever heard about that. Mm. I wonder if it's um in a in a sense of okay, say y'all know we talked about them attachment styles or whatever the case may be. And if you don't know, go check out the episode plug. But okay, I'm thinking of it as okay, say you're like this anxiously attached person. So maybe you have these thoughts and these worries about, you know, never being able to find something or somebody or you know that fear of abandonment so you have to latch on so quickly so then you you have those thoughts and we all know that your thoughts are energy like if you put energy into it it usually manifests into something realistic and then that person comes into your life do you think it's something like that where because of the thoughts that you have in your head you're going to attract people that's going to prey on those whether it be negative or positive thoughts like Again, for for me, I'm like that anxiously attached person. So I sometimes fear that when people come to my life, they're just going to leave. Um, so because I have that thought process, if I fixate on it enough, then now that person that comes into my life, when we build a connection, they're just going to leave. Do you think that's maybe what that karmic is? Like whatever those thoughts that you're fixating on, they're manifesting into like an actual person to come in and pray. and. I'm not going to say pray because they said it's not good or bad. So it could also be good things. So if you think good things, that person comes to your life and gives you that. So like if you know you do, I'm not going to say deserve, but if you know that you have these boundaries, you are confident or whatever, and you're looking for somebody to match that energy and you can manifest that into a person, you think that's what they're trying to say? I, I mean, that's a good point to bring up. I do think that it does have something to do with the way you think, your thinking process and whatnot. Typically, um, what your what your thoughts are and what you're always focused on usually becomes your reality. It's typically, that's, mm-hmm. um, well, I will, and I definitely do believe that actions definitely go into that too. Whatever you're also doing and just on your daily life, what you're putting out into the world, mm-hmm. as well as what you may have, what you have done in a past relationship. But it does definitely, I do agree that it has something to do with what you're thinking on a regular basis. What, um, what I guess, essentially what you may think of yourself. Self-image comes into it as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't think that you deserve that, then definitely that's what you're going to bring in. Um, if you'll bring in somebody that's going to also believe that, hey, I don't think you're really worth too much either. And if you don't think you're that worth that much. Now, if you think you're the bee's knees and you think you're greatest things in sliced bread, then you might just bring in somebody that thinks you also are the greatest things in sliced bread. So that can go into it as well. Mm, I like that. And I think that's maybe what, and in the event that they're not trying to say that, that's the new definition, our definition. And it's okay that we just came up with some new shit, but I read this I, on the back of a cereal box, actually. Hey, gotta create. <laughs> But yeah, I do think that it's it's based off of that kind of manifestation. Like you're whatever you're fixated on or like even your practices, even even just going out to the club, depending on what your motivation is for going out to the club, you may manifest somebody to prey on those insecurities or even if it's or it could be something positive. Again, it doesn't have to be good or bad, but it could be like whatever those thought processes is or those fears, or those worries, or 
whatever the case could be, or based in confidence or whatever, like you're attracting that person. I, I like that that idea that your brain is so powerful that the more you fixate on something, you're going to manifest that person. And I think, too, that could be like, for me, why a lot of my male interactions have not been the best. Because I literally have been navigating the dating system through fear rather than through hope like you're supposed to do, I've been navigating it through fear. So I get people that come in and that can kind of prey on that fear a little bit and just end up giving me what I already thought that I was going to get in the first place. But y'all know I've been working on myself and changing my mentality and things of that nature and moving a bit differently so that when I do now attract people, I can retain people that are going to actually give me what I need rather than trying to get something because I fear it's never going to come. So yeah, I agree with that. So the next one you all is going to be romantic soulmates. And this says after, okay, do we need to read all that? We're partnering with this person. Okay, we can. Um, so it says, after giving thousands of intuitive readings to clients all over the world, there are a few things I know for sure, as Oprah would say. One is that when we enter a significant romantic part um, relationship or fall in love, there's a possibility we'll partner with this person. Wait, that was kind of redundant. Okay, y'all, I didn't need to read that, but it's okay. <laughs> What's not only possible but definite is that we are being given the opportunity to heal learn and grow because of this relationship even the happiest of health or healthiest relationships romantic soulmates can tend to tap dance on your biggest wounds or challenge you in uncomfortable ways when two soulmates what when two souls enter a romantic relationship they're also entering the classroom together i've had many clients who tell their ideal partner and said I feel like I've been waiting my whole life to meet this person. It's always worth the wait. Five ways to fall in love with life. Work on believing a great romantic part of relationship is possible for you. Get help to heal those romantic wounds from the past. Okay. So this is more so your romantic, specifically for relationships. Um, being that when y'all come together, y'all are soulmates. But it's not saying like specifically why. Do you think maybe it's because they challenge you to to grow and evolve? But just because of because in my mind, I'm thinking proximity. So because you're probably around this person a lot, you get to connect with this person a lot. You get to have those intimate moments and everything. It kind of forces you to grow, evolve and things of that nature. But I think it's just called a romantic soulmate just for the simple fact that y'all are in a relationship. That sound uh, that sounds about right. I mean, yeah, that definitely does sound like some proxit. Like we're just happen to be close together, and they just slapped on. Well, since we're in a romantic relationship, we'll just slap that on there. What like soulmate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you definitely have people that can kind of challenge you and kind of grow you because, you know, there's not everybody you hop into a relationship with is <laughs> meant to be there for that forever. Mm -hmm. People are just passing by and whatnot. I'm like, mm. 
But yeah, some people are just passing by. <clears throat> and um, I do believe that, yeah, I do definitely wholeheartedly agree that people are going to challenge you and grow you when you're in relationships, especially because most more often than not, the people that you're in a relationship with see you with your mask off. They see you in all your insecurities, whether you have enemy or not, any flaws and whatnot, when we all have flaws and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So they're going to they're in the closest proximity to that. And they're going to they may challenge you in certain ways that you may not have had to deal with in the past. And so, yeah, no, I agree with that. OK. And I think the more I think about it, you know, oh, my throat. Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> the more. Come on, throat. Please get it together. Okay. <coughs> Ooh, okay. The more I think about it, okay, I think it's a romantic soulmate just for the simple fact that y'all are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they call it that. Um, the one reoccurring thing I'm starting uh theme I'm starting to see throughout all of the soulmates is that these people are here to help you grow and evolve in some way. Um, and I think more so they're just trying to show you that they don't, like, soulmates don't only have to be romantic, which is probably why they put romantic specifically on there. Even with the soul partners, how I said, like, a soul partner could be a romantic, it's just, like, this is giving you, like, okay, soul partners don't have to be romantic. It could just be romantic. They literally don't have to be there to help you to fulfill your purpose, which I think your soul partner should help you fulfill your your purpose if they're romantic or whatever the case may be, but I think it's all just all your soulmates are coming in to help you to grow and evolve. And even with the past life soulmates, it was saying like the reason why y'all probably came back together is because y'all ended maybe ended badly or something like that. So when you come back together, you're coming back together to maybe heal or to like try again. (coughs) I don't know what's going on in my throat, y'all. But to try again or something like that. So I feel like that's the recurring theme of soulmates is that they, they're literally put on this earth, which is why I'm like, it's so cool because like it's specifically people that's supposed to come into your life to help you to grow and evolve and become who you are meant to be. So that's fire. But I do think romantic soulmates, um, all of my people that I've come across romantically or whatever, they've helped me to grow a lot. Everybody, like even the ones that didn't even last that long compared to the ones that still last to this day. Like it's everybody has helped me to grow and everything. And I think that it was, they specifically came into my life to help me to evolve and to grow and things of that nature. Just like I'm sure there's probably everybody that came into your life, whether it be, you know, actual relationships or situationships or whatever the case may be, they have all helped you to learn lessons about yourself that helps you to shape and maneuver and become like the man you are today. Oh, yeah. I I definitely can agree to that wholeheartedly. Like I've come across, I've come across people that have taken me to the edge and I've come across people that have shown me, have reflected things that realizing issues that I have. And certainly there's people that even help me grow and just learning how to, I want to be treated and also how I would like to treat somebody else. There, It's definitely like 
like she said, it's about somebody getting you closer to the person that you're supposed to be eventually. And that all and these all people work coincide together. They may not have a single idea of who they each of these people are, but they all work and coincide building a very a group project, I guess. Oh, my God. So I like that and analogy. It's it's it brings you out to the person that you are going to be eventually. And who knows when And that project will never be over, essentially, because we can never all we can never be at the tip top of our game. There's always going to be room for improvement and whatnot. But it's it's a thing that sometimes some people you come across will not see the, I guess, until your last breath, the quote unquote finished project. Mm. Some people aren't meant to see it at the end of the day. And I'm learning that. And I be trying not to let people go. But I'm starting to realize, like, some people were literally only here to help you to grow and evolve. But they were not meant to get the the grown and evolved you. Like, you know? Like, you deserve me at my broken space. You don't deserve me at my healed space. Well, and again, like healing is a journey, but you don't deserve me at my mosaic space. You deserve me at my broken pieces space, like space, you know, like they were only supposed to be in your life for that season of like figuring out where to place these puzzle pieces, but you don't deserve to get to see that finished product of the mosaic that gets put together by the end of my lifespan. I agree. Because those people may not just simply just be in a space where they can even handle <sighs> what the next phase is going to bring. So they, they will have to dip out. Some people cannot. Some people are, some people are going to be slow grow. Some people are going to regress. Some people are going to maintain. And, some sometimes it's just not and it's just not in even in their cards like they don't have they don't have any type of recollection knowledge to even handle that type of person that you may be be becoming at a certain point so they they add it to you they add experience they added some they you always even if somebody has 99 percent bullshit you can always take one percent of something that somebody added to you mm-hmm. at the end of the day yeah i like that I like that. Okay, we're going to keep going. Um, so next is the Twin Flames. And it's funny because we were just talking about this. So to come across it, it's like, let's put it on camera or on the podcast because we can talk about it now. So it says, this popular term describes an intense soul connection. And some people believe Twin Flames are actually one soul that was split into two bodies. According to the theory, Twin Flames can love challenge teach and heal each other in a unique powerful way yet whitehurst cautions against feelings like you need another person to complete you just remember there can be a shadow side of trying to fit people into a certain category in your life including a spiritual category while some believe the twin flame is the ultimate romantic experience, remember every relationship you enter with another person, romantic or otherwise, has the potential to help you achieve more enlightenment. Again, the common denominator is that growth thing. But it was kind of cool because we, we were just talking about twin flames and how like it's usually just one out there. And even thinking of it like being that they explained it's like, Y'all were like separated at the beginning, and it's kind of like you search your whole life trying to find the other half of you, basically. And sometimes I low key feel like I'm on that search, but then I also think like 
like I said, you can't really get too jaded by the fact that you're just searching for somebody to fit into your life. Like you got to be open to exploring with people to see who fits into your life. Because sometimes that twin flame may be on a whole different trajectory than you, but y'all could still be that same person. So you can find your twin flame, but does that mean your twin flame is always going to be your romantic partner? I personally don't think so. I don't think, yeah, I agree. I don't think you can be locked in with that person. I do believe like it will feel like the, the other half of you, the other side, the shack, whatever, however you want to go about it. Now, it definitely will be someone that the it seems like you're just pretty much inseparable. I will say that, but I don't believe that they're necessarily locked in, but they do have a lot of value they can, they can provide because essentially you guys are two halves of the same coin. Yeah. And then thinking about it, you have to realize that if there is like this twin flame out there that you're searching for, their life and their experiences is going to take them off the path of whatever your life and your experiences could be. Now, could y'all come together and link up and be fire? Yes, possibly. But because of their life, their experiences, and your life and your experiences, y'all could be headed in two completely different directions. Doesn't mean that when y'all come together, it it you don't feel like you're like you're two, but you feel like you're one. It doesn't mean that that's not the case. It's just maybe. This person wants to be an astronaut, but this person wants to be a planter or like a gardener or something just because of life experiences. Like there's a reason why they want to do like go out of space and there's a reason why they just want to sit in the garden all day. It's just like, but that doesn't mean like when y'all don't like when y'all get together, y'all can't have this like fire connection, like conversations bomb, chemistry is bomb. If you have physical chemistry, that's bomb. You know, intimacy is there. But as humans, we kind of figure we kind of figure out how our life is supposed to go, or we kind of uncover how our life is supposed to go. And sometimes that twin flame may not align with where you're going and what you're trying to do. And and it can make it weird. I don't know. Like like, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, y'all still have that bond. Like, you feel like you're one. Like, we can complete each other's sentences type thing, but you don't want to get married, and I do. Or you don't see yourself being a father ever, but I know I'm meant to be a mother. Like, do you feel like that? that's the case for, like, when it comes to, like, this twin flame? Yeah, I do think so. I do think that um, you can be on two totally different life paths. Uh, it's... You are two halves, uh, two halves of the same coin, but they two halves of the same coin look very different. You look at one side of a quarter, it looks very different from the tail side. And you guys can find out that they're two different purposes. Now, could you have been on that same life path? Possibly. But it is at the end of the day, there's, you're not assigned to one another. You're separated for a reason. You're going about your life one way and either going about their life the other way. So at the end of the day, yes, they can. They It can be a very, it can be a very enlightening. It can be extremely enlightening to come across that. And to the people that have come across it, bravo to you, because I don't believe everybody comes across their twin flame. I don't think it's just automatically you're going to meet your twin one day. I don't think 
Sometimes some people don't. Some people don't go across, come across someone that I just feel like they're the other half of me. Some people, unfortunately, don't have that. So bravo to the people that have. Okay. So before we move on, big question. Do you think you've ran into your twin flame? I've had the thought that possibly I have. Um, I haven't come across like that person is just the other half of me. I have come across people that seem like they act just like me or a different another version of me. I have come across people like that. So it's very possible. But it, I guess it would take a deeper dive on my end to figure out if, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. And essentially, we'll never we'll never know. It's one of those things like we'll never truly know. And it's like, yep, that's my twin flame. I, it's all written on their forehead. Or they, got like a tag, <laughs> they got a tag on the back of their necks. Like, that's me. But, yeah, no, it's I've definitely come across people that feel like they act just like a like a female version of me. How about yourself? I got okay. Being a thousand percent honest, I think I do think that I wouldn't say necessarily they act like the male version of me because what the fuck is the male version of me? Like, I am a loose cannon. If, okay, if you're going off of somebody I think is a male version of me, no, I don't think I met it because I'm a different kind of beast. I'm up, down, all around. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think nobody that I've met has been a reflection of me. What I will say is that I've met a person that everything seems to align except for us staying in each other's life. Mm. But, like, the conversation has always been fire. The connection has always been fire. Everything has always been fire. It's just timing has always been off, which is why I think like what you saying, like you don't think that your twin flame could possibly be something, somebody that you're going to be with. Mm. They're just somebody that comes in. I think that's real shit. Mm. Like, I think you really can run into your twin flame. But because, again, those different points of views, those different life, everything's y'all don't end up together. And that's the hardest thing. Like, if you really do run into your twin flame, but because they're on their own life path and you're on your own life path, y'all separating? Just like we talked about with the past soul people, like, to have to let that person go, the other half of you, like, the shit feels stupid. Like, that's what I'm like. If I did, like, if that person that is in my brain, if that is my quote-unquote twin flame, to have to let that person go because they're on their own path and I'm on my own path, the shit get them. <laughs> like, it's really got to like... So, like, that's crazy. Because why would it not be like that be the person you get to marry and build a family with and all this other stuff? Like, why is that the person that possibly never stays in your life forever? <laughs> But when y'all do come together, it's just like everything clicks. Like all the locks go or all the keys go into the locks and everything. That's a great question. That's a great question. It's ghetto. Very ghetto. It's something. But we're going to go to the next one. So it says companion soulmates, a.k.a. soulmate friends. 
Not all soulmates are romantic ones. Your companion soulmates, aka soulmate friends, can be equally important in your life. If you think of earthly life as a temporary journey for the soul, as some spiritual people do, you'll want to have interesting, supportive companions for the trip. Just like any character in an epic story or legend picks up um, companions along the way. Think of them as spiritual sidekicks, people who seem destined to be in your path so you both, in turn, can give each other love and encouragement when needed to keep going on your earthly odyssey. Don't underestimate the importance of soulmate friends. Whether they are in your life for the long haul or just a few months, soulmate Soul companions are necessary nourishment, just like a human body needs food and water. The soul requires companion soulmates. Personally, I found my uh my companion soulmates. I got two so far that once I'm in their presence, it just like okay. There's one that kind of she she need attention. So you kind of got to talk on the phone like every day or every other day or every... In my case, nowadays, is maybe once a week. But then I have another soulmate friend or companion soulmate that I don't have to talk to her for months. But as soon as I pull up or we get in front of each other, it's like we haven't skipped a beat. Like it's all laughs. It feels right. Everything of that nature. Like just being able to compare the two relationships. like I get the same feeling from both, I don't have to do the same thing for both. For one, I don't have to talk to every day. But for the other one, I feel like I have to talk to all the time. But I still get the same benefits. So I think I might have found, like, my soul my soulmate companion. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because everybody doesn't get that, man. And um, it's certain people that, like, certain guys in my life I've come across that have, over time, just simply, like, they'd become like my brothers like me i'm an only child so i don't i haven't really experienced that coming up so it's to happen to find that like i didn't my mom my my mom and dad didn't give give me a sibling but i had to go out and find them and essentially it was like it seems like we were always meant to meet and whatnot because things just simply click there's people that i know in my life that like you said there's people in my life that I come across and it's, we don't talk for a while and then get back together and just pick up where we left off. Nothing's mm-hmm. changed. It's it's just that's that's my guy. That's my dude. And it, it's it's honestly a great thing to have. And it's something that if you haven't come across it, then, yeah, it's it's something hard to explain because it's 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 a beautiful thing to have somebody in your life that one of those companions that seem like it can last a true lifetime with and somebody that's going to go through life with and grow with. And it, it's, it's honestly a beautiful thing. And I definitely appreciate the friendships that I've come across and people that I've can now truly say like are my brother. So that's definitely a good thing that you found something like that because not too many people do. Yeah. And what I will say, or like I can kind of correlate it to the the past life soulmates, how you're like, if it feels like y'all have known each other forever, if you think about it, because see, this is where my mind goes. It'd be all over the place. But like you just say, you're an only child, but you were able to go out here and find brothers. What if in the past life, y'all were brothers, but in this life, y'all just were born in different families but y'all were able to come together and be cool like 
that was your brother for real, for real, back in the day. Like, y'all literally were born by the same people, brothers through and through, but y'all got separated and y'all made this pact that we're going to come back together. And then now you're an only child. They were whatever, but then y'all still came back together. Mind blown. That's something crazy to think about. Like, yeah, it's, um, yeah, to have come across somebody like that and it's possibly we could have known each other and like just, you know, had different parents and whatnot. That is, that is a crazy, it's, it's cool to think about. It's cool to think about. Will I ever truly know? No, but it's going to certainly damn well feel like. Yeah. Like, uh, of course, like life is one of these things where you're never knowing what's going on in the background. It's like you don't know if God is up here puppet stringing and all this other stuff. Like you don't know if there's like energies and all this other stuff. But it's like cool to kind of put this stuff into your mind because the one thing we do know is that the mind is powerful and it can literally bring whatever. So if you have these positive thoughts about, okay, your friends and everything, like we really knew each other in the past. Like, do you have... Um, can you imagine like the strength of the relationship when you have these thought processes, these thought processes that you put put behind different things in your life? It just kind of gives it more meaning and it, it makes you put more effort or put more umph into either maintaining it or searching for it and things of that nature. Even if none of this shit is real and all fake. Just the thought that you're, you could possibly run into soulmates or you could find that soulmate, it kind of makes you want to go out there and be nice to people and talk to people and see who is your people because maybe y'all met in the past. Like It's just like it helps to get you through this life with a more optimistic mind frame than being so negative and being like, you know what, the shit fake. I don't believe that. Like Nobody comes into your life. It just the the viewpoint helps you to move differently in life. And I think, to me, I think that's why a lot of the stuff is created too, is to kind of give you a positive viewpoint so that you show up in your interactions with people a little bit differently. Yeah, man, people like I advocate, talk to people because you never know. You never know who is out there. You may come across somebody, talk to everybody. It's, I've heard just going in the elevator and people just being silent, not talking to each other. Like it's, it's crazy to think. And it's like, because you truly think about it and it's like, I don't see it's, it's just being simply human. Like just talk to people. Cause you never know whether that is your soul connection or not. Just talk to people. Cause you never know what can transpire from that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a nice thing to think about because also when you do have that that soul companion, it's like it's something a lot stronger there. And it's like nothing you can possibly do can break that. You may think you can, but it's something like you'll always end up coming back together because there's something a lot more powerful at work here than just whatever petty argument you may have or something like that because it's that strong. Yeah, I, I like I, I definitely agree. Uh, I'm still gonna, <laughs> y'all know I'm working on being the initiator, but I'm gonna continue to be the receptor. And if somebody comes to me, like I don't turn down conversation. If somebody comes to me and I think that I'm also a magnet. So I attract people just in general. So if somebody comes to me, talks to me just off of, you know, maybe the universe or God knowing who I am, that that's my person. 
Because like right now, yeah, I could go out and start conversation with people and run into soulmates, twin flames and all this other stuff. But being that God knows who I am right now, could he operate off of who you could be? So if you open up your mouth, you might can get something. He could operate off of that, but he also knows who I am right now. So anybody that comes into my life right now, because of me not being this initiator, that's who I see as my people. Like if you approach me type of thing, that's my people just because I am not comfortable approaching other people. Will I be that way forever? Maybe not. But, you know, I'm not, and I'm not saying y'all don't go out there and talk to people like you just said. Like, you never know. Especially if you if you want to get in the habit of talking to people, you ain't got to go out and talk to everybody, but maybe try to spark up a conversation one time. I think for me doing Uber, it kind of helps me to talk to people a bit more. Now, am I still super comfortable starting conversations? No, but it helps me to learn how to hold conversations and stuff like that. And it helps me to realize that people will ask you whatever the fuck they want to ask you when they're comfortable enough to do so. So it's like if you're in an environment where you're comfortable, not to say I don't start conversations all the time but when I'm comfortable I will run my mouth but that's the thing is like if you're comfortable you will literally start having these conversations so put yourself in comfortable situations if you know you're somebody who likes to do art or something go to maybe an exhibit and the person next to you could be looking at the same thing you're talking like you're looking at but y'all know y'all can talk or can connect off of that and you'll be like you know what how do you interpret this and now you done started a conversation now you done found a, a soulmate best friend i don't know but you know it's just like those things if you put yourself in environments that make you feel comfortable you definitely can start those conversations a little bit easier yeah i definitely agree like go somewhere where you're comfortable go somewhere because i completely understand for me the gym is where i feel most comfortable i can talk to people people approach me whether i will feel like talking or not people are going to approach me and like you said if you feel uncomfortable then you're going to speak more more often than not you'll speak more when you feel a lot more comfortable i can definitely definitely say that i know people very much in my life that they've gotten extremely comfortable and getting them to shut up is um can be <laughs> can be a tad bit uh difficult but you know it's um you know I it's, like it's, that was a shot uh, it's it's a shot's fired well you know it's um it just shows that like you get comfortable and it's a it's a definitely it's a compliment at the end of the day if somebody's comfortable enough to talk to you about whatever deep desires or thoughts they may have that they're not sharing with everybody else so take that in stride don't uh don't uh, take that for granted because, yeah, you never know. You could be that a person's only person that they uh, feel that comfortable with to talk to. So you never know. Be friendly. Be friendly. Talk to people. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree. So we're going to go to the next one. It's going to be soul families and soul groups. So I said large groups of souls can be linked in soul families. This can show up as actual family members in this lifetime, like a cousin who is not only a part of your earthly family, but also your soul family, or as people working toward common goals who never meet, like act activists around the globe working for a similar cause or spiritual seekers working to bring more love and awareness to the planet. Sometimes one soul will incarnate to try to help heal Something in the family line, like a pattern of addiction. Ooh, 
I like that. So it makes me think of like how when you're in a family, you don't gravitate towards everybody. You just have your set group of people. Like in my family, I don't got a set group of people. Like that's my soul families. Like I don't gravitate to everybody. But the ones I do gravitate to, I feel like they're my soul people. And even now, even in me watching different podcasters or YouTube, because YouTube is my shit. But even in watching that, I gravitate towards people that do the same thing I do, which is put out information to help people mentally. And relationship and stuff like that, whether it be relationship, financial, because I also look at people that do financial stuff. I may not speak on it just because that's not my lane of expertise. I'm more so mental. But, you know, being able to watch people that help people financially, mentally, physically, um, and just help to <clears throat> improve people every day. Those are the people I gravitate to. I feel like they could possibly be my soul groups because we're out here trying to do a common goal. And I've never heard of something like that where you have soul groups where y'all are put on this earth to do a commonality. And that's actually kind of cool. And I wonder, does that kind of play into like, if you believe in like God or religion or anything, if you believe like uh, there's like you're the disciples and things of that nature where we come together. I don't know if, I guess the the leader would be God, of course, but the disciples, us as disciples, we come together to do a common goal, which is to bring everybody back to God or whatever the case may be. Like, I wonder if it's something along the lines of that, where y'all are just here for a common goal. But I definitely agree with this, the the, the soulmate family shit, because I don't play with everybody. Yeah, I mean, because you definitely can have people that, you know, the purpose is aligned and whatnot. You'll come across people and shoot, you'll come across people doing the same thing with same thing, but not necessarily you click with. There's plenty of, like YouTube, for example, there's plenty of people on there that talk about the same thing. Markets are oversaturated, plenty of people talking about finance, plenty of people talking about life, relationships, well, you, you name it. But there's certain people you'll gravitate towards because of whatever reason you you click with certain people there's certain people that are saying the exact same thing but you may just click with this person and those things may just follow through but definitely purpose driven that's why they say that when you're gonna meet people you're gonna meet people doing things that you like or that you love do in within your purpose or whatever reason you'll meet people out and about doing what you love you know, whatever that may entail you can meet people basketball court mm -hmm. people that are trying to get better at that people look, that are into hiking people that are into meditation mm -hmm. read, book reading like you'll meet people along those lines that are doing the same thing that you're doing that you're gonna just click with and i definitely do agree with that that's why they have all types of clubs and mm -hmm. clubs and people mm -hmm. um, things that you can attach to and it's like that makes sense yeah okay just a little side thing. do you think like that LGBTQIA, like, that's a soul group? Or because of how device... Okay, we're not even going to get into it. Because that's probably a conversation that's, in it of itself. <laughs> it is, okay. Because, like, that's the what immediately came to my mind and you saying, like, the different communities because that's one of the biggest communities that's come across. And a lot of people go into it to try and identify because they... It seems like the whole big premise of them is identity. So a lot of people go into there trying to identify, but they also have a hard time like coming together because there's so many different parts. But like I said, we could talk about that. But 
Yeah, I think being able to, like, for me, I just, um, I actually finna get back into doing cheerleading, so I'm gonna be coaching. So I think, you know, that's a sole group of mine, being around cheerleaders. Like, that was my life. I love anything cheerleading. I've always loved cheerleading since I was little, and I would go out to my brother's little league games and see the cheerleaders. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna do that. And I've done that my whole entire life until now. Um, well, until the end of high school, because I graduated and didn't do um, cheer in college, but I'm going to get back into it. So I'm going to be coaching, um, well, assistant coaching. But yeah, so I think those are my people just being around like the girls that love to cheer, you know, the parents that want their children to be in cheer and the coaches that dedicate their times to not only just teach people cheers, but we are mentors in a sense because they're younger, they're impressionable. They're learning, they're growing and everything, and we can impart wisdom and knowledge to them as well. So I just think those are my people too. Um, just helping a group of women or young ladies become women and kind of giving them the game and stuff. Because I'm working with varsity, so that's your older girls. So being able to kind of give them that knowledge and those next steps to kind of you know, moving forward. I think those that's definitely a soul group of mine that I felt lost without when I graduated high school. Like I lost my soul group because I didn't do cheerleading anymore. So being able to get back into it, it just makes me so happy. And I can't wait to be around it. Now I'm not ready for the rainy days because we're in Florida. So it's going to be a lot of rainy days in a little bit. I'm not ready for that. Or the bugs, y'all. I don't like bugs either. But, you know, I love cheerleading. Like, cheerleading is my, it was my life. It's like the only thing that I literally latched onto and stayed there. So I'm glad to get back into that. Like, you were doing it for quite some time. I, I remember them, uh, them, all them, uh, competitions and whatnot. And you were, you were doing it like you were in it for the long call and whatnot. I know, I know definitely that, uh, it, Coming from that, especially for doing it for so long, definitely it feels like you lose, especially when you stop. It just feels like like something abyssal. You lost a part of yourself. <laughs> I've yeah. definitely lost a part of myself stopping. So getting back, so getting back to it, definitely congratulations because of show no, I didn't know. But congratulations on that. So definitely hoping that uh that uh opens some doors for you and uh you can gain some definitely value because I know you're gonna definitely impart a lot of value. So that congratulations on that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I can't wait to start um, to be on the other side. Uh, of course, I had coaches for days, but to kind of be a coach and a leader of, you know, the youth and being able to help them and build confidence in them. Because cheerleading is one of those things you have to be confident in. Like, you can't go out there and be scared. All eyes are are on you when you start opening up your mouth to yell uh, defense, offense, or whatever the case may be. So being able to instill confidence into these younger girls to, you know, help them to uh, get over obstacles. Because cheerleading is no easy feat. It is a sport. But all that don't believe it ain't a sport, it is a sport. So being able to help them to do stunts or tumbling and helping them to get over the the little humps where you may fear that you're going to hurt yourself or scared that you won't be able to hit this and being able to give them encouragement and things of that nature. Cheerleading, there was so much I learned from it that I can transfer into 
anything in my life just because of the, the skills that you learn within there. It's not all about just yelling and cute outfits and, you know, whatever people may think it is. Like, it really is team building. It's learning how to be a leader. Like, I was the, the cap, like, varsity captain. Um, well, it was four of us, so we were co-captains, but being the head, learning how to navigate or to lead a whole team, like, that just was great skills to learn. So it's just like so much I learned. So I'm glad to get back to it. Yeah. Anything that, you know, that you haven't done since you were younger, that when you stopped doing it, you felt like you lost a piece of yourself that you want to get back into? Um, I definitely say, at least for me, family wise, because none family wise, definitely not as, uh, not as glued together as we once were. And it definitely feels like, lost that part and that's why we're actually working back together to get uh family together and reunions and whatnot because people having kids and whatnot and definitely get to know each other but that's why i'm super glad to hear about and so i definitely say that for example is definitely something that i'm glad to get back to because it does feel like you kind of lost people that you're so close with younger and whatnot and build those relationships with as well as let's say definitely football Stopping doing football for a time definitely felt odd. It didn't it, it didn't feel right for quite some time. That team sport and that people that, you know, you work together, you train to get practice together, you're having all that to to everybody's essentially trying to hit one goal. Mm-hmm. And working towards that with other people, you come across people that you know you will know forever. There are people that I still know to this day. And you form definitely bonds with, and it's only made stronger when you're on one path together. Yeah. So would you ever think about, like, getting into the coaching side of football, whether it be, like, Little League or something like that, where maybe you start at Little League but taking it further? Like, have you ever thought about getting back around it or you kind of just, like, let that lie? I would love to get back in something team-oriented. I will say that it's getting back into whether it is on the coaching end and whatnot. It's it's crazy because having coaches that I've had before and it's like thinking about myself and it's like, well, I'm not I'm not at that level. I couldn't do that. I couldn't I can work as a coach and whatnot be that. And it's realizing that, oh, crap, I am getting to that point where you're starting to get looked at as the older person, the um whatever guide mentor that you can be to others. And I wouldn't be against it. It just. I definitely would be open to it and definitely the team aspect. I'd love to get back in the team aspect of it. I, I that that competitive bone in my body, even like, yeah, because even your teammates will, they'll challenge you to get better. They will challenge you to get better. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I genuinely think having that soul group, it, that sense of community is what all of this sounds like, whether it be family community or friend group community or being around people, just having that community of souls that come together to do this one thing and being able to connect off of that is just fire. Um, and honestly, if you don't have something like that, maybe look into seeing like what is out there for you to be a part of. Again, if you're somebody that likes art, being able to find, you know, different painting classes or different sculpting classes or whatever the case may be, just so you get around your community of people, it provides you with a different feeling that you didn't necessarily experience. Because 
that type of intimacy, being able to be with people off of connection, that uh, especially towards that one goal thing, like that's beautiful. That's why I had to get back to cheerleading because that 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 family that you and these are things where you build that family. Like when they people say you cre you create your family, it's not just given to you through blood. Like that's real shit. And these different spaces allow you to create a family and to formulate your people off of who you are. Because sometimes with family, which is why I said there's some family members I just don't. I just don't mesh with because just because we're family by blood don't mean that we have the same similar interests or likes and things of that nature. Like I'd rather connect with you off of you being who you are aligning with who I am rather than just, we have to get along because we're related. Like that shit ghetto. And I don't do that. I'm not that type of person. We have to have a similar interest, similar viewpoints, similar values, all of that for me to feel like this is supposed to happen. Cause I don't force stuff. I like stuff to be organic. And I feel like having your soul groups or your soul families, that's organic because y'all are coming together, just being y'all. But y'all have connections off of just being y'all. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yep, because not everybody, not everybody, even with it comes to family, it's it's definitely. Luckily, there's some definitely, there are definitely. Yeah, I mean, I say that there are definitely some family members that was like, "Yeah, we keep you distance," <laughs> and I'm, nothing wrong with that. But there's some that it's like, "Man, I I can't wait to get around. I can't wait to get around." There are certain people that it's like it just. Everything goes well with for I definitely have a cousin where we grew up together. Me and her were always inseparable when we were younger and we seem to have come back full circle around because we're definitely it cousins, mind you, but it seems like we're just brother and sister. And because we, we've grown up like that and it's yeah, because she knows very much about my little my little things that I do. I talk to her and she talks to me about her stuff and it Definitely seems like one of those bonds that go a bit deeper and whatnot. So glad to have that. Yeah. And like, y'all, there's four more, but I kind of feel like it's getting a little repetitive. So I kind of want to end it right there. Like, I feel like that soul families or like the soul groups, that's kind of like the perfect place to end because that sense of community is unlike none other when you have your people. And I think that's ultimately what soulmates are is just your people, whether good, bad or ugly, they're your people. If they were not your people, you would not have come across anybody and so i personally think anybody that comes into your life is your soulmate or you wouldn't have attracted them like at all like honestly there's people i walk past every day and never say anything to them but then there's somebody that will come up to me and say something or whatever the case may be even if it's just for a second that that's my soulmate my soul attracted them enough for them to come to me so I, I believe that everybody that comes into your life, whether it's for a long period of time, whether it's for a moment, whether it's for good times, bad times, whatever, however you see it, they're your soulmate. Yeah. Um, you never know. Talk to people. Talk to people. Like, don't be understand just because someone's in your life for a long time doesn't mean there's meant to be there forever. And yeah, because you never know. They Every season could be up. Time is always ticking and It's not good to close yourself off to because you never know the type of experiences that you're going to have meeting some other people and whatnot and just always be open to it. 
you know, that could be oh, could be two seconds. It could just be you, you have that soul tie for just that one day. You never know. You, you get somebody impart some value and wisdom upon you. You may impart something on somebody else. You never know. Be open. Talk to people. Yes. And just go outside. We are natural magnets. Like, again, for me, I know, like, God know how I am right now. So the people that I attract naturally, those are my people. And I think sometimes we feel like we have to force it. But sometimes really all it takes is just putting yourself in the line of fire. Like, you're not going to come across soul ties being bad. Like, yeah, you may be able to go on social media, go online. But these are not your physical people. Yeah, they could be your people online, but they're not physical people and the type of feeling you get when you're around these soulmates it's 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 fantastic again whether it's for a second even the people that just say hey to me like which is why i think people be like just say hey to somebody you never know whose day you're making you could be their soulmate you literally could have put been put in that that place at that time just to say hey to them just so that they can smile today like you just never know but it's really just putting yourself out there now if again if you're like me and you don't feel comfortable starting a conversation just go out there because you're gonna attract people that's a given now you got to be ready to receive the attraction um, a little bit. So you may want to work on just talking to people like I'm ready to receive attraction, but I'm not ready to initiate attraction just yet, but I'm ready to receive it. So it's just like put yourself out there. Like that's the biggest thing about this soulmate stuff is just being in somebody's line of vision. Like they got to be able to say hey to you or say hi or you know, be able to bump into you or something like even the person that bumped into you at the club, like they could have made you mad. But now you have to learn, like, say if you reacted because they bumped you. Now you have to learn. Now you learn that that's something you have to work on because you can't just fight people because somebody bumped into you because now you could lose your whole life. Like literally everybody that is put into your life is for a reason, like. Just pay attention to it because not everybody interacts with you. Your soulmates are going to interact with you. But do you have anything else to add? Oh, no, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It was like, like I said, you're going, they're out there. They're out there. More more than likely, they are not going to be at your doorstep delivering any pizza to you. Maybe. No, actually, they are. You maybe you never know. Like those, those but you gotta order the pizza. That that too, that too. So you never know. More get up, talk to people. You never know. Everybody comes into your life for a reason. At the end of the day, and small, large, you never know. Yeah. So I'm gonna we're gonna end it right here. Um. So next week, y'all, I'm gonna be talking about how we marry our baggage or get in a relationship with our baggage. And if you're like, what are you talking about? Tune in next week, and I will talk with y'all about what I'm talking about. But it will be just me again. Um, but hopefully, you got to enjoy the little back and forth dialogue. I've never did this, and I kind of wanted to see how it go. Of course, like I said, for my birthday, I want to expand it, but I don't want it. It's not going to be just in my room. It's probably going to be actually in a bigger environment, so you can actually kind of see all of the body language and everything that 
comes from the conversation, but I kind of just want to try it out and see how it goes. I kind of liked it. Did you enjoy the conversation? It was fun. I liked it. I liked it more than what I thought it was. And I definitely learned a little bit as well. So this, this is definitely fun. I liked it. Yeah. And that's why I do it. It's fun. You learn some stuff, you laugh, all that good jazz. And then you pass along the knowledge to somebody else that it could possibly help. And that's what I do this for. So again, next week, we're going to be talking about marrying slash dating your baggage, because I feel like that's your soulmate. See how it flows, y'all. I'm back to flowing and everything like that. So it's just like your soulmate they coming into your life for a reason, but you decided to get into a relationship or situationship with them for a reason. Is it because of your baggage? Stuff from maybe childhood traumas or stuff like that? I don't know, but we're going to get into it. So yes. Um, so like, comment, subscribe, and then you can check me out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then y'all better follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And then do you want to share your socials? I don't know if you'd be on them like that. But... I need to work on it. I need to work on it. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me a minute. I'm working on it. I'm putting something on <laughs> Okay. Well, when he gets it, I'll pass along if y'all really want to know. <laughs> but yes, this is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want y'all to talk y'all shit too. And I will tune in with y'all next Wednesday, 7 o'clock. See y'all later. Bye.